This is the Deep End with Nebraska diver Reagan Hinzig on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome to the Deep End on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Reagan Hinzig. Um, if you'd like to call or text in, we have the Honda of Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685. So good. Woo! So good. So good. Oh, so good. Crushed it. Before before I get out of here real quick, she was looking around for the paper, and then she's like, I don't need this. We're good. She's she's in week How like that? 60. That's yeah, I've been like, here a while. <laughs> I don't know why you're spinning around then. We're right? Good. It's week 60. Reagan should have this should have this locked in. You can follow uh, on the Saturday Hammond video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Aloe Channel 951. Of course, if you want to be a part of what we're doing, you can text in. Or you can come down here. You know what? I think I have tickets for today. I think I have tickets to give away. Um, Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I do. We'll, we'll figure it out in the next segment. Maybe we'll okay. figure out a way to get people involved. And then we have fan cam down here, so... Folks are walking by on O Street. Uh, the mill is busy. Uh, what do you have? What you have? What's your beverage of choice now? What do you have at the mill? Um, I usually get a cold brew with almond milk and vanilla. So, but not the granita. You get it without the ice and whatever. I don't get the granita. No. What's wrong with granita? It's the best thing going. I like I like consistency. So I get the same thing every time. But I did like I did like what was it called the black shirt bramble yeah. that they gave yeah. us last week. I like that a lot. Yeah, they they need we need to remind we need to remind them to offer that today. It's game day. Like the scarlet and cream should be offered today. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, the black shirt one is really good too. So hot beverage, cold beverage. Again, the mill's open. Um, we're giving away t-shirts, and this is what happens. Look what happens. See, it's a wonderful person. It's a wonderful personality <laughs> profile, right? On people, grown-ups who have jobs, right? Yeah. Free t-shirts is the game changer. I'm wearing a free t-shirt right now. Well, under my sweatshirt. What kind of t-shirt do you have? Um, it was the Nebraska Northwestern Ireland game okay. t-shirt that they had at the uh stadium when we went. So you actually went to Ireland? No. I went to the stadium here. You went to the stadium here to watch the game in Ireland. Yes. How many people? How many? How many? Those and that was mainly students, right? That was all students. I think it was only offered to students. Okay. And how many people did they say showed up to this thing? Um, I'd say like, like four hundred ish. But we were all on the field, like we were watching on the field. Was we it weren't all in the just stands. student athletes? I don't know. I can't if, remember. If you told me, wait, so you could be on the field at Memorial Stadium and, and only four hundred people showed up? Yeah. Boo. What is happening? That can't be. That that you draw more people at 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 the local, you know, nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted there's no beer, but still, like yeah. that would be a thing. Okay. So what's I mean, for you. We've talked about the student athlete experience. Yep. And I I find it interesting. So a couple of things. It's on a game day, and so we're trying to pay attention. When the weather, when the weather's like this, so it's misting outside and it's raining, mm -hmm. does that affect your decision on whether you're going to the game or not? Usually, no. Right, so you're just gonna go. Yeah. And, is it is it more the game? Is it more the 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 social? Is it more the experience? What 
what's the usual temperature in the room? Are people going because that well, that's where everybody is? Uh, is it a chance to be social and you know take pictures, et cetera? What's what's it, what's the move? I think it depends on the person. I'm okay. very much like I really enjoy the atmosphere, because um, there's nothing else like it. Yeah. So that's why I go because I only get this many chances to do it. Um, but some people go for the social aspect. Um, some people go because they really like football. And I grew up on football because my dad never had a son. So my dad always watched, <laughs> was like, Reagan, come watch football. Yeah, <laughs> so I'd watch yeah. football. Yeah. Um, so like I enjoy watching the football. Like there are people there that just like don't. But. So so that story requires several different questions. <laughs> Right. So did you go to games where, where your parents were like leading the games and you were like fan number one? Um, when my dad um, needed like somebody to be the phone person at his games, uh-huh. I'd be the phone person at like nine years old. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, they didn't make you like keep score. No. Uh, you didn't have to do any of that. You weren't the water girl. You weren't. Were you on the sideline just running up and down? Agitating players? With- no, I... So my job was to answer the phone when they needed to go to commercial break. And then I would, you would run wave. to the, the red hat. Yeah. And I'd run to her and be like... They didn't give you a sign? Like, did, did you just flash it at them and go, okay. No, I time. ran. <laughs> wow. So so you had the important job. Like, yeah. you were you were an official. Kind of. Did you, did you say, hey, do I get paid extra for this? I got ice cream. Oh, that's, it. that's the win. <laughs> like, that's the win. We figured that out. There's so much for it. So, the, the Hinsey family, what were you? What teams were you a fan of? Um, so, my dad works at Sam Houston State University. Okay. He's an assistant athletic director. Okay. Um, so, obviously, I've cheered for them. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was also a track coach at Texas A&M. Okay. And went there. So, I'm also an Aggie fan. I will wow. never be a Longhorn fan. Never. Well, but. Yeah. okay. So the, the, my introduction to the Aggies was when I, when I was in D.C. Mm-hmm. And so the, in a previous life, sports bars were, was my thing. I was the king of sports bars. <laughs> um, actually, like the national king of sports bars. And so alumni groups would come to D.C. And they would need a place to watch their games. Mm-hmm. Well, they would come to my bar because I had the big satellite and I could bring in the, all the events. And we even brought in. So we, we signed the deal with, with the Aggies. And the rule one was in order to get the, co- the contract, I had to learn all the fight songs. And <laughs> I had to learn all the yells, right? I had to learn all of that. And then we, we, had to, we added on the menu uh, Frito Pie. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so give give the lowdown on on Frito Pie. Amazing, right? So good, <laughs> right? Right? Like it was the first day. The guy he he had a uh, the Frito Lay's people mm-hmm. show up with a truck mm-hmm. because he said, "Well, we're gonna need." So we would have like 400, 500 fans. Yeah, and he said, "Okay, you're gonna need like a thousand bags of Fritos." Did you do them where the Frito pies were like in a bowl or did you do them when they were in the Frito bags in themselves? In the Frito bag themselves. Oh, that's so much better. Right? <laughs> in the Frito bag themselves to crunch up the Fritos, then pour the chili. Yep. What's what's the perfect Frito pie for you? Um, I like a lot of cheese. All right. Um, I like it. I don't like it too much chili because I don't like when the Fritos themselves get super soggy. Right. Right. Um, so it kind of just depends on the size of the bag. 
Oh, we went with the big bags. These are the 12-ounce bags. Okay. And we always sold out. Like, we only had 1,000, and we would sell out literally 1,000. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, think about it this. Like, I think at the time, this was, I mean, this is 20, 25, 30 years ago. R.C. Slocum was the head coach. Um, so much so that we would fly in R.C. Slocum to D.C. to hang out with <laughs> And eat a Frito pie. Yes. Like, it was, it was the most amazing thing. And then we would get together. Uh, Thursday night before Thanksgiving for for the Texas Texas A and M game, so the bonfire rivalry, the bonfire. Like I try to explain to people here, the Texas Texas A and M rivalry is insane. Oh, it's crazy! It, it's insane, almost to the point where they ban like they banned the bonfire because they had an accident. Yeah. <laughs> so come on, Texas, get it together. <laughs> come on, Texans, come on, like get it together. Um, pro sports, do you pay attention? To football. Yeah. All right. So who's your team? The Nebraska Cornhuskers. <laughs> <laughs> I go here, man. <laughs> <laughs> so if 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 AM and Nebraska played. Yeah. I don't know. I'm neutral. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the, that's my dilemma through all this stuff. Well, there's also my cousin played volleyball at Ohio State. Oh, so did you? So we, were you, you? Did you watch the game last night? No, I did not. I went to bed at eight. You're such an old soul. I know. I was so tired. I had school until seven. <laughs> See, we were we were actually talking about it. So Rico and I were talking about it because we we're moving the schedule around. Yeah. And I said, I think we would do Reagan a favor by moving her show to like six o'clock on Saturday morning. <laughs> I think because she goes, to, she's the only person I know that, that's going to bed that early. I think she could get up and do that. Yeah. So we may have that conversation again. Okay. Uh, we may have that conversation again. Um. So through the day, uh, again, days like this, raining out. Do you have a preference? 11 o'clock game, 2.30 game, night game? I love night games. You love night games. Why? It's just different. I don't know how to explain it. Like, night games, everybody has all day to prepare and, like, the anticipation builds. Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like the atmosphere is much more electric. And then you get the third quarter in between the third and fourth quarter show. So that's, that's, that's a real thing for the students is the third quarter show. Like yeah, that, that's a big deal. Well, the now. first time it happened, we were all like, what is going on? And then we were like, oh, my goodness, this is so cool. And now it's kind of like where we're like expecting it. So what's let's go through the checklist. What's what's the things that the three things that you love most about game day in Lincoln, Nebraska? Um, I like seeing all the people. Yeah, I just like being downtown and people watching because I do people. I people watch on a normal day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I really like just being able to see like, like, cause I, I'm, I've said this so many times, but I'm a music student and a lot of my friends are in the band and the student athlete section is right behind the band. So I get to come up to them and be like, Hey, how are you? Like all that jazz. Um, so I like when the two worlds collide. Do, do, do you consider your band friends cool? Yes. See it, the look on your face was just changed because well, not I don't know all of them because all of them aren't music majors. So it really is just the music thing in full. Like if you weren't a singer, if you weren't around them all the time, I would have no idea who no they are. Connection. So what's for you? Then I mean, you're a voice. Mm -hmm. How much do you invest in the instruments and the music itself? Like how much is it? Are, are you a musician? You play any instruments at all? No, I've tried. 
But see, that's see, that's again, you're an alien. I really think you're an alien because most people who sing also can play guitar, also can play piano. We'll play something, right? I, I did take two semesters of keyboard skills, and okay. I've taken like a semester of guitar skills. But I don't think that considers me is enough to can like consider myself. I can play either one of those. So if I said if I put a guitar in your hand, no, you couldn't play. No. And then, like, so I'm performance, and so all the music education kids have to take all these skills classes. Yeah. Where they're, like, string skills, all that jazz. Um, and so they have, like, half a semester to learn all of these instruments because some of them are going to be band directors and need to know how every single instrument works. What's more difficult, diving or singing? The schedule-wise or just in general? Just in I mean, from a skill – just, I mean – High level skill in, 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 in either thing. I think it depends on where you are in life. Well, I mean, if you treat like your voice right and do everything you're supposed to, you can sing for the rest of your life. But you can only be a division one athlete for four years, five years. Or like and diving there's like a forty five year old woman that's diving, but that's unheard of. Like you usually stop around like thirty five. When did you know that you were a diver? Like when you said, okay, this is my thing. Probably like eighth grade. And then when did you know that you were singing? Probably like fifth grade. So you knew you, so you, your love affair with, with music started before? Well, I've been diving since I was six. Okay. But I had also done other sports the entire time with it. Okay. So eighth grade was when they were like, all right, you're going into high school. You're like, you need to narrow it down. And I was like, oh, I'll just do choir and dive like that's cool so they really told you to 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 stop doing other things that you enjoyed doing well no not necessarily they were just like do you want to be run into the ground like i wouldn't advise doing like five high school sports on top Uh, of a club sport because i did club diving i didn't do high school diving okay so it was more like looking out for my health Did, did so i this was a part of it that i missed in that area of texas in houston did did most schools have or not have diving as a as a program that they could they do okay most of the schools that had diving though were part of my like all of the people that dove were part of my club okay. like they were my club teammates and so we'd go to we'd either go to high school diving for like 45 minutes and then go to club diving or we would not enroll in the class itself and just compete for our team and so ranking, you you were familiar with all your competitors. Yeah. For the bulk of people who, who did what you did in your space, how many of them became, like, from each team, what's the percentage of people who went on to college or Division One? On my club team? Yeah. All of them. Literally. So the, the whole, I mean, this was what, what it was. Yeah. And was it, was it pricey? Was it expensive? Um. I'd say it's in the middle of all of, like, the diving club teams throughout the country. I'd say it's around in the middle. Is it it accessible to everybody, or is it really exclusive in the sense that— it's accessible. Um, The coach is really well-known, one of the top coaches in the country. Um, His name's Kenny Armstrong. Love the guy. Um, He would sing on deck— like, he didn't want to listen to us, so he'd have his headphones on, and he'd be singing, like, All My Exes Live in Texas and dancing around the pool deck. But he's, like, one of the most renowned diving coaches in the country. 
th that is a big thing, right? That personality on top of the, the coaching skill. Yeah. Right? In choosing, how important is it for a student athlete, for a coach to have something else that gets you to commit to their program? Oh, I think it's everything. I don't I don't necessarily say that like you go to a college for the coach, but that's what some people but, do. That's yeah, what some people do. Right? Um I went to the college for the school. Um because of music or because I was because of forensics because I started out as a forensics major. Okay. So this is where uh, this is the thing about all of this with Reagan is that the onion peels and you have to you get into certain levels. I don't think you understand how how unique you are. I don't think I do either. Right, right <laughs> like that, that. To be elite in all of these things and then choose forensics, which is a difficult graduate. Like yeah. that's a difficult thing to get through. Yeah. How long is the program? Is, is, is the program to, 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 to master forensics? Uh, um, well, it's a four-year bachelor's. It's and a four-year bachelor's and then? And then I would say a master's is like, not necessary, but appreciated. Yeah. And then some people go and get like further education from there. So you would have been on the eight-year plan. Yeah. For forensics. Now I'm on the eight-year plan for music. Well, but this is how this is how exceptional this is, right? That I could ask Nick Sandert if if he, if like would it be possible for him to 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 major in forensics, and he his eyes would roll to the back of his head, like no. And then if he's willing to do the work required to be a Division One diver, <laughs> again, elite. And then you just decided to flip the switch and say, nah, music. <laughs> this is, please take me through that conversation with your parents. Because I think that... I started off with, I mean, they're the same annual salary anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> the, but is the annual... Like, you, you, require, you understand the work that's required... To get to that salary. Yeah. Like, none of that's easy. No. Would forensic have been an e easier master than singing? I think forensics would have been the easier path, definitely. I, I just need you to understand what you just said. <laughs> I, I just want you to understand what you said. Just because, like, with forensics, there's somewhat of a job security. With, like, music performance. Yeah. Unless you're, like... In an opera house and like always on call and stuff. Yeah. It's mainly like freelance work. And you're already getting opportunities here. Yeah. Singing. So yeah. you do have some idea that there's potential for you. Yeah. I'm actually singing in a gala tomorrow. It's, it's Is that tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about the gala when we come <laughs> back. Reagan Henzie, Deep End.